But if Tupac was alive right now, you know what he'd be drinking? What's that? Tycoon Cognac. Oh. Uh. I'm, his, I'm his guy, and he know, and he loved, he loved Cognac. The Fred Minnick Show is brought to you by Michter's American Whiskeys and by 291 Colorado Whiskey. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Fred Minnick Show. It's so great to have you here. Um, you know, this is the week of uh, Tupac's birthday, and I really, I'm really excited to have one of Tupac's close, closest friends, E-40, Earl Stevens, uh, the most iconic, uh, you know, West Coast rapper one of the greatest career of uh any west coast rapper e40 and he talks about tupac and he talks about biggie and what the 90s rap was like this interview is very special to me and it's very going to be very special to anybody who kind of grew up with that 1990s hip-hop that rap that sound it's just so different today but there was something really special about 90s rap and you know earl stevens or e40 and i we talked a lot about that but we also talked about Earl as the businessman and the incredible, uh, really, the conglomerate he's built in some ways in the spirits industry. He's got a bourbon out. I'm telling you, it's one of the best of the year. It is absolutely fantastic. You're going to listen to that and more and what, what I think is one of the, one of the smartest um, you know, business people in all of music. Enjoy this episode, folks, and uh, get your hurricane for the slurricane. Cheers, everybody. But first... A word from our sponsors. People want a great whiskey that isn't like every other whiskey. So nestled in the shadow of Pikes Peak, 291 Colorado whiskey is distilled from grain to barrel to bottle. Exceptional Western whiskey, unlike any other. Passion permeates every sip. Utilizing grains from the Colorado Plains, water collected from Pikes Peak Reservoirs, and finished with Aspen Staves, 291 Colorado Whiskey is an award-winning single barrel and small batch whiskey. Hard made the Colorado way. Our recipe, our stills, independent and always rugged, refined, and rebellious. 291 Colorado Whiskey is proud of its humble roots and excited as we expand to new frontiers. Get your taste of Colorado at 291ColoradoWhiskey.com. Online orders available or find a bottle near you. Ride it like you stole it. Drink it like you own it. Live fast. Drink responsibly. At Michter's Distillery, our passion is making the finest bourbon, rye, and American whiskey possible. When you only produce very small batch and single barrel whiskey as we do, each and every barrel has to be perfect. No detail is too small for our production team. From careful attention to the 18-month or more air-dried wood used in the construction of our barrels, to entering our distillate into the barrel at the costlier or lower barrel entry proof of 103 so that it's smoother, to heat cycling our barrel houses, to our signature filtration protocol, we spare no expense in pursuing our goal of making the greatest American whiskey. And no Michter's gets bottled until our master distiller, Dan McKee, and our master of maturation, Andrea Wilson, say it's just right. Michter's Fort Nelson Distillery in downtown Louisville, Kentucky, is open for tours and tastings. Book your visit on our website and stop by the bar at Fort Nelson for a world-class cocktail. For more information, follow us on social media at Michter's Whiskey, go to michters.com, or visit your favorite bartender. Michter's Distillery. It's all about the whiskey. Joining the Fred Minnick Show is the great E-40, otherwise also known as 
Earl Stevens. How you doing, man? Good to see you. What's up, Fred? Good to see you too, buddy. Thanks for uh, having me on your show, buddy. Absolutely. Cheers. Cheers. I'm, I'm sipping a little uh, of your uh, your bourbon here, uh, Kuiper Belt, and this I have to tell you, this tell is me, tell me about it. This is one of the best uh, source products that I've had in a long time. It's uh, an eight year old Kentucky bourbon, and I gotta know. Where did you get these barrels from? Because nobody's able to get, you know, barrels uh, at at this at this quality at, at that eight year old mark. Well, it's a Kentucky bourbon, so you know, once you in it, like I started off selling wine, and then RTDs. Mm-hmm. Now you know. Now it's tequila, um, cognac, and you know, uh, one of my distillers, uh, the, the distillery that I um, actually. Um, get a few of my um, items bottled up at, they had a connection with some good old age, eight-year-old Kentucky bourbon. And they, you know, they helped me source it. Great people, very reputable worldwide, you know. And, um, you know, so, you know, they rock with me heavy. They, I've been with them, you know, do, doing business with them for eight years. Wow. Seven years, seven years now. And so, you know, it's like we folks, you know. Whatever, whatever resource they got for me, I'm, I'm, I'm open-minded to hear it. And, um, you know, and, um, I'm, we teamwork make the dream work. So that's right. I I, I own all my products 100%. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it it don't hurt to be connected and respected, you know, and that's me. Well, that's a, that's the truth. And like, I, um, just give you a little bit of, little bit of like you know when i say it's source a source whiskey you know there is a there is a trend of people getting in the game right and they're buying up all all the barrels that they can yeah but but the people they're buying them from don't always break out the the best barrels you know i mean they get they get kind of like the leftovers of, of what other people kind of rejected but right. you, you you bottled something here that i feel like is um is, I mean, it, it's some of the best whiskey of, of 2021 I've tasted so far. I'm just giving Thank it to you. you man. That means up. a lot coming from somebody like you, man, a fixture like yourself, man. You dig? Yeah, absolutely. How how much how much do you have? Do you have like uh, another release coming out? I know this is your first release, but do you have yeah. um, a few more coming out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, I, I, it's a small batch, but you know. It's not going to be so. I'm, I got more coming. You know, we have mm-hmm. we have more. So you know, just um, you know, it's in the tank and ready to go. You know, that's um, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I'm coming with also with uh, um, a couple of um, like RTD liqueur uh, whiskeys as well, and I we'll, we'll say that for another segment. Sure. And you, of course, you've got cognac, you got tequila, you got wine. Go ahead, just break down your portfolio for us because you're you're a you're a, a walking uh, empire of a of a spirits company over here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So I have um I have sparkling wines, um, California sparkling wines. I also have um, um, prosecco um, and prosecco rosé. Mm-hmm. Uh, out of Veneto, Italy. Um, I also have um, cognac, uh, Tycoon cognac out of cognac, France, of course. Um, I also have uh, Air Quinta tequila. 
out of Jalisco, of course, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, mm-hmm. and then, um, what else I got? Um, I got those steel, all my steel wines, you know, the, the high, the, um, the higher proof wines such as, um, mango scotto and tropiscato, uh, which is 18% alcohol, 36 proof. Um, I have the function red blend. I have the, the, um, Earl, this is under Earl Stevens, my real name. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the wines, all the wines are under my real name, Earl Stevens. Uh, my RTD is E40 Slurricane Hurricane Premix Yeah, Cocktails. yeah, yeah. Right, that's my rap name for all y'all who don't know. I'm a rapper mm-hmm. as well. I just, I just got my hands off in everything about adult beverages, and I here it ain't all at one stop. I'm, I go. I got things here. I got things there. And it ain't from one source. It's like all over the place. You dig? Yeah. So, you know, are you, you have, uh, you have investments in what, like 50, 50 different businesses as well. I mean, you're, yeah. I mean, you're, uh, you're, you're definitely a mover. Yeah. Lots of plenty, plenty of startup companies, restaurant owner of the Olympia company, co-owner. Um, you know, my, my, uh, I also have a, a bunch of, I got a cookbook coming. Um, I got um, food products coming under the goon with the spoon. That's my one of my mm-hmm. passions is cooking. I love cooking. You know, what goes better with everything that I do is, um, it's really, it really coincides with, with each other. It's, you know, um, adult beverages along with food and, uh, and music. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, you know, besides, you know, you know, you know, 50 startup companies, you know what I'm saying? That I'm in, you know, so. Absolutely. Well, that's my passion as well as music, music and, uh, and whiskey. And every guest on the show, even if even if they have their own uh, product, I like to send them really nice stuff. And uh, I sent you an Eagle Rare uh, from the 1960s and 70s so this would have been distilled in the 60s and bottled in the 70s this was uh distilled at the old prentice distillery which we now oh, know yeah. we now the know is uh, four roses yep so this is the this is uh this is a 10 year old beauty from uh from back in the day i seen you go 101 proof i sent you uh an extinct uh, indiana bourbon uh that was distilled are you ready for this? 1935. 1935. 1935? And bottled. What is that? Old Shinley. You sent me that one? Uh-huh. It'll be Shinley. S-H-E-N-L-E-Y. And this is, so this is bottled... In 1943, distilled in 1935. So this would have been wow. when this came out. We were we were in the throw, throes of War World Two. And then I that sent you a a, uh, a bourbon that I thought was very close in profile uh, to Kuiper Belt, and that's the Russell's Reserve. Uh, this is a barrel pick from. Uh, what's that? Do we got it back? No, I, I can hear you fine. Can you hear me okay? On my end, it's not sound bubbly. I don't know why it's doing that. Well, on the recording side, you sound you sound great. Uh, so, like, if, if, if am I coming in cracked up a little bit? 
Um, it's yeah, it was. Okay. Um, it still oh. is a little bit, but hey. Well, we'll 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 power through, but on the recording side, it sound it'll sound fine. Um, okay. And so I sent you a wild turkey Russell's Reserve. Uh, that I thought was very si- uh, similar in flavor profile. This is non-chill filtered. It's a barrel pick from a whiskey group in Denver called 5280. So really cool, really cool group there. But um, I want to taste it. I want to taste it. And I want to I go right to the Russells. Let's go straight to the Russells there and, like, you know, do a little comparative analysis, you know, research uh Kuiper Belt versus the Russell's Reserve to see kind of like you know what flavors they may have in common. You want to do that? Let's do it. Hold on, let me see. And which one is this one? The Russell's Reserve. Russell's Reserve. Hold on, let me get it. Well, I initially thought these were had some similar qualities, but going to the nose back to back. Very very different. Very, very different. Hmm. Is this the Russell? No, this is not the Russell's. Hold on. Okay, I got the Russell's Reserve right here. Okay, so we're gonna drink this. We're gonna drink that back to back with with a uh, Kuiper Belt. Yeah, let's do a little do a little taste comparison. Let's, let's see. see what Kuiper. Let's see what my eight year old do against the ten year old. Yeah, it's ten years old. <laughs> It, All right, so um, here you go. Here's the Russells, and here's here's my Kuiper Belt. You here ready? we go. Let's do it. I'm tasting the Russells first. It's good. It's good. But hold on, let's see something. Let me watch my palate. Kuiper Belt got him. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm saying that it's just the Kuiper Belt is more of a full, more full body. It's not as sharp and thin. And it didn't take the These, these, these have some similarities to them. They both have like a, um, like a honey cornbread note in there mm-hmm. that, that I really like. Um, and they both have a little hint of jalapeno. All right, uh, so E40, you just you just picked your Kuiper Belt over the Russell's uh, Reserve. I thought they were very similar in flavor profile. No, they what, they are. They are. What did you like about the Russell's Reserve? It like it it, it is close to Kuiper Belt, even though it's a couple of years older. Um, I like it because it it doesn't taste like all the other. Um, how would I say this? Other uh, bourbons or whiskeys out there, just like Kuiper Belt, it's in a class by itself. And it is neck and neck. It is. But the Kuiper Belt, to me, what I like to taste when I drink whiskey is more of a full body. And that's with any drink that I drink, especially when I drink wine. I don't like a dry wine, a thin. I don't like things that are thin. But the Russell's is not thin, you know. But it's 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 right there. It's, it's That's a good one. It's tasty. It's definitely it's in the bourbon geek world. It's uh it's one that the, everybody seeks. So, 
Uh, it's good. It's good. I'm glad you like it. So the, uh, you know, I wanted I wanted to talk to you a little bit about about like your your fandom for the San Francisco 49ers. What did you think of the the Trey Lance pick? Do you like that pick? Man, that was a great pick. Trey Lance going to come in and do damage for us, man. You know, and Jimmy G is too, though. You know, people don't understand. You know, that man, know, Jimmy G know what he's doing as well. You know what I mean? It's just, mm-hmm. especially, you know, coming off of an injury, you got to, you, you, you don't want to scramble as much as you used to. It kind of takes something out of you, you know? And, you know, and uh, I just want, I just like, I want, I think that Lance is going to be mobile. I think we need somebody that's going to move around. And I think Jimmy G has that too. It's just, you know, hey, I just know we got, if, 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 um, if if things don't work out like you know um, how we want it, we got a, another got a, another great quarterback. They're both great, and I think Lance gonna come in and do some great some great work, man. You know, mm. I really do. He's a he's a he's a stud, man. He ready, young and ready to go. Well, he definitely has a he definitely has a um, you know the best situation of all the quarterbacks who were drafted because he's got he's got a good team around him. He's got a good coach and, you know, they run the football. Man, the 49ers is a great organization. They treat all the team players, all the, they treat people like you're part of them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they lay it out, you know, and they, and they, 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 they're like a big family when they get out there, man. And that feel we would have been, man, listen, man, just like my warriors, man, if it wasn't for injuries, we, we, you know what I'm saying? That's the only thing that, uh, that held us back. But I know that, Hey, it's a, uh, Back in the days, uh, what was that? Channel Seven, ABC, Wide Wide World of Sports. They used to say the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. You know, the agony de- of defeat was you know somebody getting hurt, hmm. a, a tragic you know a tragic injury, you know, or something like that. Just 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 mess everything up, you know. And um, so I think this year, because I'm a Niner fan to the fullest, and I never say anything bad about the Raiders because I'm from the Bay. At the end of the day, I represent the Bay Area. But my team of choice that I rock with is Niner Gang. You mm. feel me? Yeah, absolutely. And I think we got a great team. And I think we're gonna we we we'll see we'll see uh what what the next Super Bowl at this time. It ain't in Miami. This it ain't in Florida this time. Where, where is it at? Let's see. Um, I'll figure it out. We'll we'll find out. But we'll be I, there. I don't know where it is. I don't remember where uh, the next one is. But. Uh... Who is so, you know, San Francisco's had a lot of great quarterbacks. Um, who's your favorite quarterback of all time in San Francisco? In San Francisco? Mm-hmm. I would have to say, I would have to say Steve Young. Oh, really? Over yeah. Montana? Wow. No, I'm not saying that he wasn't, just Montana wasn't great. It's just the Steve, I had the better, I had the greater, you know, times with Steve Young with me being at the games, you know what I'm saying? Like actually being there, you know, cause I, my neighbors was like, you know, Merton Hanks and the Ricky waters of the worlds and the, you know, people like that. You know what I mean? Oh, Ricky waters, Ricky waters. That's a blast from the past. Talk about a running back, man. I loved him. He was great. Great, great, great running back. And a great, a great overall human being, you know, so. Yeah, it, you know that I love the way he ran because he would stick you. You know, he'd uh, he'd he'd straight ply you over if you were fullback. You know, he came out there to play, man. He wasn't playing no games though, but he came out there to play. 
Yeah, and of course, you know they they made uh, they made a couple Super Bowls in the past uh, decade. You know, Colin Kaepernick was the uh, was the quarterback of one of them, and and you know he gets you know we know that story very well. But I was uh, I always thought uh, Kaepernick was was good enough to be in the league still. You know, and like and he, he had a he is, and I think you know um, I think that I I fell in love with with. Uh, with Colin, um, you know, as a fan, because um, he was so strong and would run that ball, and he just run them over. You know, like I said, the injuries kind of, like, it gets in the way of people. You know, it, it makes you think twice. It didn't do that to me or anybody else. Like, we're all human. Especially, mm-hmm. you know, the injuries. If you think about it, all of them had the injuries. You know, Cap had the injury. Uh, Jimmy G had the injury. You feel what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. even the prior uh, quarterback before that, was that a – What's my man name? What Alex Smith. Alex Smith. He had a yeah. bad injury. Like, you know what I'm saying? Them injuries take a lot out of you. Like, if a lot of these – like, some of these – I'm keeping it one thou out. If a lot of these youngsters that's scrambling and running, coming in with the college mentality, which are great quarterbacks, I'm loving it. I love it because I love to see college football. I love the flea flicking. I love all that. I love how they, they, they run their plays and everything and the, and the scrambling. Because it's like nowadays, it's like to me, quarter, quarterbacks – got to be mobile they got to be able to do it all they got to be dang their running backs you know yeah. what i'm saying you know and so you know I, that's what i want to see that's what i like to see but i know that if something happened to one of them youngsters it's going to take a lot out of them if like if they tore acl or something like that it's going to take it's going to take some it's going to take a lot out of them if they tore acl or something like that it's going to make you think twice about running that ball all the time like you running mm-hmm. it you dig what i'm saying absolutely so I, I, on the football field so I kind of put myself in their shoes all these quarterback shoes they're all great quarterbacks it's just I put myself in their shoes like damn man you know this could be career ending I got to kind of be careful you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. so well and you mentioned you mentioned Steve Young and and you know he starts really kind of you know rising at right you know around the same time that you know you are you know growing in in fame as well and people are starting to listen to you and so I have to I have to imagine, you know, the 90s just in general were just a very exciting time, you know, for, for you, the click, and every everything else that you were a part of. Definitely a great time, man, great time. I used to go to the Pro Bowls and everything, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, with all my neighbors, I stay in the neighborhood. Um, you know, as I got older, I moved to, to the suburbs. You know, there ain't no secret. That's what you're supposed to do. Um, when you, you know, keep your soil mentality and, you know, have some, uh, have some, um, some, some property in the soils as well, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, you know what I'm saying? To connect with your soil because you can't know where you're going if you don't know where you're from. So I'm still connected and respected. It's just the fact that, you know what I'm saying? Me being in the suburbs, you run into people that, you know, um, you know, climbed over the fence and, you know, made it over the wall and moved their families to the suburbs. You feel what I'm saying? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, so basically a lot of my neighbors, they're, they're celebrities and stuff like that, and especially back in the 90s, you know what I'm saying? And, um, no, those were, the 90s was great times. The, the Pro Bowl was some of our best times, though, just kicking it out there in Hawaii and whatnot, and just, like, living it up, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. it was all love. And, and you're kicking it with good people, you're real friends, you know. You're kicking it with friends that you actually, you know, got love for, and, you know, the wives get along with the wives and the – you know, and the fellas getting along with the fellas. We play dominoes. We, you know, what I'm saying during off off season, we drinking and chilling, and 
You know what I'm saying? Just living life, eating and doing it big, you know? So what was the, what was the drink of choice uh, back, back in the nineties? What were you drinking? Were you sipping back any bourbon? You know what? You know, we love, I love bourbon. When I, I'm going to be honest with you with me. I, I'm as I, as I become more of a, uh, adult beverage guy, like adult beverage king and this shit, you know what I'm saying? I'm kind of like learning all parts, like all, whether it's bourbon, whether it's cognac, whether it's Prosecco, you know, whether it's, you know, uh, vodka, whatever it is, I'm just learning every day, you know? And back then, I would, you know, if we drink bourbon, I ain't gonna even lie, I would mix it, I would mix it with some cola, mm-hmm. Coca-Cola. <laughs> that's what I would do, bourbon, you know what I'm saying? Or some Sprite or something, that's, that's what's me. But, you know, it's, it's, it's best to drink it neat, because, see, the reason I would drink it with something else is because I want it to last all damn day. You feel me? Because yeah. me personally, I like to I like to when I get going, I like to go all day. I don't want nothing stopping me. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I could drink wine all day, nonstop, all gas, no brake pads. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> but bourbon and bourbon and some of the harder liquors, uh, you know, them, them proof, you got to mm-hmm. be careful with them. You can't do, you know, it's perfect for the turn up it's perfect to get going right away mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like you know if you, man i'm on right now i'm on like a light switch i'm on <laughs> i'm on right now love you it <laughs> absolutely so 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 back in the 90s of course you worked with, with with tupac what what did what did he drink what were you all drinking together when you all were were hanging out you really want to know i gotta know i gotta know Hennessy. Oh, that's great stuff. Yeah. He was he was drinking Hennessy. I would drink Colorado wine. He okay. loved his Hennessy. I drink I would drink I would drink Hennessy with him. But if Tupac was alive right now, you know what he'd be drinking? What's that? Tycoon Cognac. Oh. I'm, <laughs> I'm his guy. And he know and he loved he loved cognac. And I know how good my cognac is. And I know he would say, you know what? Because he, you know, you know, he was pro-black. You know, Tupac, you know, he was, you know, he'd be like, this black on. We drinking, we drinking Tycoon and it's better. That's the type of shit he'd say. He, I'll say Tupac. One thing everybody wanted to know what always got him in trouble. He'd say his big fat mouth. Because he wouldn't give a fuck what he said. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, I miss my guy, man. I wish he was alive, man. I really do. Hip hop would be much different and more live. I wish him and Biggie was alive, sincerely. What do you think uh, hip hop would look like right now if they were alive? Oh man, you know it'd be more. See, because what it is, I love storytelling. Mm-hmm. I love storytelling. I love uplifting, and that's one thing Pac did was uplift the inner city spirits, like whether it was female or male, no matter what you're going through, he had something to say that was going to uplift your spirits, like keep your head up, like just stay focused, keep your, you know what I'm saying? Just, you know, keep your faith. He mentioned God. He talked about all that stuff, man. It's like mm-hmm. he did that at a young age and he did it in so little time. The man died at 25 years old. You know, nowadays kids that's 25 years old call themselves a kid. You know, I'm still a kid. You know, no, you're not. You're grown. You know, you're a grown-ass man, bro. You know? 
So that man was on his grown-ass man shit way back then. He dressed like it and everything, even though he was thugging, but he'd throw on a suit. You know, he, he, the way he carried himself was real player because that's Bay Area game. That's the, you know, that's that, that's, that's that Bay Ain't nothing like the Bay Area, bro. Trust and believe me, man. And all everything that we contributed goes, it goes unnoticed a lot of times. But the real ones in the trenches and the soil and the, and the you know what I'm saying, in the octagon, they know because they gamed up. They're not going to just let something like that bypass them. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And look, you are, you know, you're one of the greatest rappers of all time. And people say you're the greatest rapper of uh, in Bay Area history, you know, and your your career is is iconic. And what you have done in, in the business world too is, is unbelievable. I mean, it's, it's like, it has nothing to do with the fact that you are a celebrity or a, or uh, a hip hop artist. I mean, to, to be able to invest in 50 companies, more than 50 companies to be growing in, in the spirits industry, like you are, it's to me, that is, I think, I think, you know, your buddy Tupac could, you know, would probably looking down on you, and you know, it's pretty proud, you know, because you've you've done something that uh, I don't care how you've been brought up or who you have in your back corner. Yeah. You can't do this. Like you have to bust your ass off to get where you have, you know, where you are. Thank you so much. And it's the truth, man. And you know, and I gotta give a lot to first of all, I gotta give it all up to God, you know. I have to, you know, the creator. Um uh my wife. You know, of course, my mom, my mom always told me, she no, no matter what, when we was little young mustaches, she'd get out there and be men. Y'all go out there, live life, be men. Because she raised three boys and only one girl. You feel me? And we all, was, we all played sports and everything. So, and we, and we was, uh, no disrespect to my dad, but they divorced when I was eight years old, eight and a half yeah. years old. So I had to be like, you know, a father figure to my siblings. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But uh, my wife as well, my wife come through and she, you know, I met her. We were teenagers, man. We was teenagers, bro. I've been with my wife since a teen. You know what I'm saying? Like, That's rare. That is yeah, so man. rare. We, You know what I'm saying? And uh, it's like she had my back, whether it was, you know, whether we was, you know, uh, have a financial uh, difficulty or whether we was up like a, you understand me? You know, whether we was up like a like a rocket, man. You know what I mean? It mm-hmm. didn't it didn't matter. You know, it was just like she been there and it, and uh and everybody that knows us as a family, they know we solid, not solid. You know what I mean? Everybody that run across me, you know, you can you can try to dig up all kind of stuff about me. I ain't you know, I ain't no angel, but I ain't no devil. I ain't no demon. I'm I'm not trying to be no demon. I don't wanna when I go when I when 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 um when it's my time to, you know, send me to uh to expire, I want to be up there. I want to be up there. You know what I'm saying? I want to be up there where it's where it's fair. You know. <laughs> but anyway, make a long story short. Short story long. Nah, it's all <clears throat> family, man. My brothers, my sisters, like family is everything. A lot of times, bro, and even friends can be family. Close friends, they they got your back like a masseuse too. No broke mm-hmm. back though. You know what I'm saying? They got your back though. You feel me? Absolutely. So it is what it is, man. 
Well, you know, in the bourbon communities, we go to as we go to the Eagle Rare, the Eagle Rare. Um, so the look for the Eagle Rare to pour. The, the bourbon, ready. the bourbon community is is really a lot like um, a family in a lot of ways. It's it's a community, you know, and it's it's and it is uh, it's a community that is definitely growing. It you know throughout the world, and I just think it's I think it's cool. Can I, can I stop you? Absolutely. You, I'm I'm drunk. <laughs> I don't drink bourbon like this. I got my own bourbon, and it's some of the best er- bourbon on earth. You feel what I'm saying? I don't drink. I'm drunk, bro. Look, I'm gonna. <laughs> when I, I'm getting in the studio tonight. I'm getting in. The, I probably write the dopest rap ever. I never I never sat up there and wrote a rap on bourbon only. Just being bur- just drinking bourbon only. Just imagine me, cause I'm already thrown like a frisbee. So yeah. just imagine this shit, man. I'm finna get I'm finna get in the studio and go crazy later on. Well, we're we're just halfway through too, my friend. I know it. I'm on so, like a light switch. <laughs> so, so that the ascot's gonna bring bring it home for you in the uh, in the studio. Yes, sir. So we got ego rare, right? Yes. Sir. So this was distilled um, in the in the 1960s and bottled in the 1970s at at the old Prentice Distillery, which is uh, now called Four Roses. What is that? This is 101 proof, uh, 10 years Ooh. old, and uh, this one was distilled in Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Okay, let me get my let me get my glass. Let me get my glass. Look at this one. Look with this one, Fred. Oh, that's a that's a nice looking glass. You think I'd be bullshitting, bro? I got this. Yeah, shit. that's a that's a nice glass. It's got it's got good grip. I like those ones you can grip like that. Yes, sir. But I wish we could see a wobble. It's a wobbler. Maybe let me see. Hold on. Let me see. It's a wobbler. Let me see. Hold on. You can't see it. Damn. Nah, I can't see it, buddy. It wobbles though. It's a fool, but it won't fall off. No, okay. So it'll kind of like it it rolls a little bit. Yeah, you got the top on this pretty strong, buddy. So as you so as you're pouring that, um, you know, one of the things that that I that I love and respect about you is the way that you um the way that you help younger rappers and way that you help, you know, the kind of rap community and you know, you and Too Short are very famous for, you know, having kind of like a you know, being, you know, being so tight, but, um, you know, in, in, in a time of like, you hear a lot of like, you know, rap wars, you know, various people, you know, going at each other all the time, you're, you kind of have a camaraderie, uh, about you. What, what is it? Why, why is that important to you to kind of have that, you know, camaraderie with, you know, with, with your colleagues in the, in the rap community? I feel like, you know, um, a lot of times, um, first of all, you know, I like organic. I like shit to be organic. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What I be, mean by that is like an organic um, relationship. Like me and Short is organic, like the planet. Like we ain't, this ain't fake. It ain't just because we two older guys in the game. That's really my friend. You know what I'm saying? Vice versa. And we, we show each other number love and respect. We know what we have contributed to hip hop, both of us. 
we know that we are still what we still bring in and we both embrace we're on the same page it's a, it's amazing we're not trying to it's like you know we're not trying to do this it's just natural we just we embrace the youngsters and the youngsters embrace us if anybody that they want on the album that's you know a half a hundred years old plus is people like me in short because we still woke, we still ganged up. We're gonna spit, we're gonna spit some shit that you know you can slide out and you know what I'm saying, and you know what I'm saying, get in the club, you can, you know what I'm saying, shoot some dominoes too, or take a long ass ride with your family on vacation. We're gonna give you, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna have some songs that's gonna make you cry. We're gonna do it all, bro. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna it. give it to you straight, not fake. You dig? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jeezy G- really re- recently said, like, you know, he really appreciated you, like helping him out in some hard times you and you and snoop and you know that that was something like you don't see stories like that all the time in the in the music world um but you you can tell that you're someone that you genuinely care about you know people as people not just the music yeah you know jesus is a solid dude you know what i'm saying if we can you know what i'm saying contribute any type of advice to each other even i take advice from him you know that's the thing uh, uh, um what, the, what they say uh you gotta have. You gotta be open-minded and listen. Stop talking so much. Listen. Sometimes you never know what somebody gotta say that's gonna change your life or stay in your mind forever. One word or one phrase or one saying can stay in your mind forever, and you'll remember that and be like, "I remember such and such told me this," and it, he knew what he was talking about. It's real. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's yeah. just me. I, I'm. You know. That's, I, I've always been like that. I, the, the, the OGs taught me, the older people, I hung around older people when I was younger. I was always a student of the game, always observing, always soaking up game. You know what I'm saying? Me just listening and being that fly on the wall like, hmm, okay, OG for sure. Okay. And I, you know, and, and guess what? It don't even have to be um, an OG that's doing very well. It could be somebody that's doing very bad. A lot of times, you know, me growing up in the inner city, you know, I was around addicts and dolphins and stuff, and they 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 got the most game in the world. They'll tell you where they went wrong and everything. They ain't scared to admit it. Mm-hmm. You, you know, they've been like, you don't ever want to do, you don't ever want to be like this, but you don't want to do this. You don't want to do that, man. I've been through this. You want to hear something from somebody. A lot of youngsters want to hear from people that have been through some stuff. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And, you know, and um, that's that's me, man. You know, just uh, being a student of the game, and and then now that I'm an OG a quadruple OG. I'm here to spread my knowledge and, and, and carry on my assignment to, you know, each one teach one, you know, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's the great, that's the greatest attitude anybody can have, uh, in any profession. So cheers, cheers to you, my friend with this, uh, with this Eagle rare pour here. Eagle rare pour right here, buddy. Here, here we, here we go. We're tasting a little bit of, uh, of a little bit of history. Cheers, buddy. Cheers, indeed. It's good too. This got his own. I, I taste some. I taste. Do I taste caramel or something? Like, what do I taste? What am I tasting? It's something sweet. What am I tasting in the back note? Well, I tell you, this has got like a like a gorgeous like spice and you it know. Spice for sure. So think of like a like a like a caramel drizzled 
apple with some like cinnamon on it. That's what this reminds me of with like sprinkled with walnuts. You know, you got like that little bitterness of like the walnuts. Um, but the, the thing that I love about this, and this is what we would call an old dusty is the, is the mouthfeel. It's just kind of like butter, just like drips down the palate, like butter. It's good. You know, it's, it's, it's a fun one to sip on, you know, speaking of people coming up the ranks, um, I've been listening to your son. He's, he's pretty good. <laughs> he's Which pretty one? good. I got, I got, I got two sons to my name. That's it. That's all I got is two sons. I really like Droop stuff. He's really yeah. haven't really have enjoyed his, uh, uh, his music. And, um, you know, he's got, he, I don't want to say he reminds me of you because that would be a uh, too obvious comparison, but, but like, he's, you know, you can tell he's a, is he a hustler? I mean, I'm assuming he's a hustler. I could, it sounds like he is. Well, definitely. He'll chip off the old block. You know what I'm saying? Very talented, um, you know, creative. His beats, it's not like everybody else's. He'd like to do everything different, just like his pops, you know. And my other son is the same way. They they don't want to be like everybody else. They want to be different. Yeah. You know, and I, didn't, I didn't tell them to be like this. They grew up in the music. You know, my man... D. Wiz used to be over here recording and everything, and Droopy would come downstairs and sit in there and just with a, you know, he had a young voice and be like, "Hey, teach me how to do that," you know, because you know his my my wife, his mom put him in piano. Both of my kids in in piano at an early age, you know, they didn't all the way pursue like for hella years, but they learned the fundamentals, and so they learned how to make their own beats and shit. They just mm-hmm. became producers and rappers, you know what I'm saying, and. I like what I like about it is they got their own thing. Droopy got his own way of rap. He don't rap like me. I'm 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 different. Droopy got his own shit. He different. You know what I'm saying? And um, yeah, he legendary. And you know, and during that during the hyphy movement, he was you know producing a whole bunch of beats that are that stick. You know, that sticking people heads to this day. Like when it when it come on, you know, you know, it's like oh my god, I remember this. This was my one right here. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So, you know, and and right now to this day, you know, he stay, you know, he's he sent he sent me beats and I, it's a trip because he's so ahead of his time that I might I might get a beat from him. He might send me five beats and I might sit on it. I might sit on it for about six, seven months because at that time, and just like I do that with other producers too, at the time that might not be what I'm on. And then I look back at it a couple of years later, be like, Man, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this song right now. I'm gonna go in the studio and I'm putting it out ASAP. Cause he'd be ahead of his time. I love when producers are ahead of their time. And not only that, but his raps, his the rap, the stuff he rap about, he got a, he got bars, he got metaphors. You know what yeah. I'm saying? He got a whole bunch of them things. So shout out to Droopy. You know, sick with the records. You feel me? Shout out to uh, Young Issue. You feel me? That's my youngest son. You know, and he got he got his own style. He called himself he he his his style is like a. Uh, like a punk EDM. He ain't tripping on, it ain't gotta be no hush. You know, nowadays you ain't gotta be on no hood shit to be successful in rap. You ain't gotta be, you know what I'm saying? I like that shit. You know, you be, be you. Hip hop gonna keep continuing to uh, evolve and just, you know, circulate around the world. It can be, it don't matter if you're from the ghetto or are you from, you know what I'm saying? Uh, from a sure. square ass area, it don't matter. <laughs> what the fuck you from? Hip hop is here to stay. You know what I'm saying, and to and to be displayed. I, I love that. And who are who are some other like uh, younger rappers that you're really impressed with right now? Um. So, 
who I'm really impressed with. Hmm. It's a bunch of them, man. It's so many to name, you know, it's so many to name, but, um, um, let me think, let me think, let me think. Younger rappers. I always go through this. I wasn't ready for that one because it's too many and I don't want to leave folks out and stuff. Well, we can, we can skip that one and come back to it. Let's come back want. to that. Let's uh, come we'll back come, to that. We'll come back to it. We can jump into, uh, to, to business a little bit and, you you were an event, you're an investor in, in Clubhouse, and I am um, it, it kind of like caught it caught fire. I got in there trying to trying to figure it out. I still I still can't quite get get the Clubhouse routine down. Yeah. But uh, man, gotta, I know you gotta want to talk. You gotta want to get on there and talk and just and just <laughs> just talk like motherfuckers. You gotta understand it's categories in the world. Some people love to talk. They just want to talk. Some people just love to talk, and 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 I'm not saying that's good. I'm not saying that's bad. I'm just saying it's that's the platform for it to let your voice be heard, you know, to to teach, to teach, to you know, to give tutorials, mm-hmm. to wake people game up. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, check game, man. You know, this is me doing this. You may have you ever thought about like just me just coming out of nowhere? I can I can go on Clubhouse right now and say, man, the category that I'm finna get into right now is being a fisherman. Y'all do you do y'all know how much money it is in fit being a fisherman, deep sea fisherman going out there for five six months, man, a part of a, of a year? And I said it's dangerous, but you know it's bread in that thing, man. What about if you if we own a boat? Let's put our money together and get one of them boats. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, I mean, just, just there's people on Clubhouse that's got businesses and, you know what I'm saying, that, that thinks real deep um, mm-hmm. that uh, talk about that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not saying I've heard that yet, but I'm just saying there's people with great ideals and uh, a lot of great minds on there and a lot of people love to talk and talk about things in the in, uh you know, be 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 right there in front of the class and just share their share their thoughts and um, ideals. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I, you know, in business, you inevitably there are failures. You know, like you know, I'm in business and I've had, I, I've probably you know, my my failures have fueled my success. I think that's the way everybody is in business. Yeah, definitely. Well, what is what is a failure that you have had in business that propelled you uh, into more success? Um, I would say I had a restaurant um, in 2000. When did I had a damn restaurant? It was Fat Burger. And this is no disrespect to Fat Burger. This is Fat Burger popping. Um, um, it's just we didn't have – I went in with my man Chester McLaughlin, RIP mm-hmm. Chester McLaughlin. Um, we was open for about two and a half, three years. The recession kicked in in 08. Oh, yes, 07, 08, 08. Yep. Mm-hmm. 08. And that just, people stopped eating that fat burger. They stopped eating that restaurant. They started, it was like the, was it the, the Atkins diet? That was out, that was like, it was like, I'm not saying that this was stopped it. It was just like, every, every, everything started going down the drain. Like, um, you know, money money stopped flowing. It was, we, we was really in a recession. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And we had to let that go on me at Chester, you know, and uh, I don't like failing. I just don't. But, you know, only the strong can survive. You got to have bounce back abilities. 
You got to. And like you say, just like you said, sometimes it, you know, first of all, it's easy to fall, but it's harder to get back up. And if you can accomplish getting back up, he's a bad man or a bad woman. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And, uh, and I salute you. And that's what it's about, man. Cause it's mind over matter at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? It's mind over the matter and it's your work ethic. And it's, yep. and it's you know what I'm saying? And, um, and so those who overcame that, a lot of people, just like uh, right now, it's crazy times. You know, a hundred years ago, we went through the same kind of shit. You know, and um, you know the, the, you know what was that? The Spanish flu was it? Mm-hmm. And that was from uh, nineteen eighteen to nineteen twenty, something mm-hmm. like that. Last about a couple of years, crazy times, man. And um. Next thing you know, it's the roaring twenties. <laughs> you know, right away. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So sometimes it takes tough times to get to good times. And you know, the number one um, um, uh, medication for the Spanish flu was whiskey. So that was uh, that's hey, how they got better. Listen, let me tell you something. Because, like I say, it's mind over matter. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I got <laughs> it's an OG <laughs> that I know. She said, Earl. Have you been drinking your red wine? You know it prevents COVID. I say, does it? <laughs> she said, just keep on drinking your red wine. Because I feel like everything is my, I think anything, mind over matter. You know what I'm saying? Period. Whiskey, everything has its benefits. Yes, it does. Absolutely. When you got a call, you drink whiskey. When you got the flu or something, you know, you heat that thing up with some honey and what else? What else? What, what's, what's the hot toddy? What's in the little hot toddy? A little for? lemon, little honey. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, maybe you some know? tea if you want some tea, a little ginger. Come on. That'll open up all the chest that, it, you know, to have you relax. Because stress is what, you know, takes people up out the game. Thinking too much. Um, thinking, thinking. Not not having the faith in what, what's going on, you know what I'm saying? Like you could think, but it's like stresses. Don't come on, man. Like you know, uh, my my one of my homeboys say, man, ain't no, you know, this. I've had some hard times in my life. It ain't always been peaches and cream. People don't see that. They don't see the grit. They just see the glitter. Right. You know what I'm saying? My homeboy, you know, one of my homeboys here, OG, his name Keith. He was like, man, you know, all that time stressing, shit. You can spend that time. I mean, all the time worrying, you can spend that time praying. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I say, man, that makes sense, good brother. You know, this when I was a young teenager, you know what I'm saying? It's like, stay prayed up, man, because it is a higher power. That's my, that's, that's my take on life. You know, I think you might have a new side gig as a, as a counselor here. I mean, you got, uh, started yeah. like an OG counseling here and got, uh, you know, you get you get some wisdom to to give out there. You know, you know, Fred. The older I get, the more wiser I get, and I think, like I say, with with age comes wisdom. Sure. You know, and um, you know, it's it's all about me. I have an assignment. God didn't bless me with this talent and the know how, and and you know, what I'm saying, and this and this this drive that I got. He didn't he didn't bless me with this. Um, to to just not share it with people, you know. I'm here to be a big influence, to be a positive influence on the youth, and you know, I'm living proof, man. I mean, I've been, you know, I, I I'm straight from the inner city, 
you know, um, you know, single parent, you know, although my dad, I, I love my dad, you know what I'm saying? Don't get it fucked up. I love pops, you know, it's just, they divorced at a young age. You know, I was a young age. I was eight years old, eight and a half years old. And, um, you know, I had to take responsibilities of a lot of stuff. You know, I had to become, I was the oldest of four. And learning that taught me a lot. Just being, just, I mean, just being in that position taught me I had to kind of grow up a little quicker. Uh, and when you're the oldest, you got to learn a lot from just your intuition and just, you know what I mean? Just, just making a, making the right decision. Cause you don't have nobody to tell you, Hey man, you're doing wrong. You're doing right. So you had to figure it out. You know, when they say, man, you know, Faulty, what you up to, man, man, just trying to figure it out. I had to do that. I had to figure it out at a young age because I was the oldest and I did it. And I was a positive influence on my siblings. They love me. They all entrepreneurs. Every last one of them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, my mom taught me, my mom and my dad was hardworking. And I just know that even though they was divorced, Pops paid child support. You know what I'm saying? We was very active in sports, me and my brothers. And um, that child support, he did what he was supposed to do. But at the same time, it was way beyond what we needed because, and it wasn't his fault. It was just we were men. When they was together, we was all right. You feel me? But when when they separated, it kind of, it, it wasn't all right. It was hard times and, uh, you know, and, um, and well, we made a way, my mama made a way out of no way. We always wonder how she did it and she, to be at our games. She worked two, three jobs, you know, from flipping patties to work at a Napa State Hospital to, you understand me, washing walls at Mirror Island, which is a, a debunked um, uh, a military base, which is now, um, they bring, that's, that's, uh, that's evolving. They bring in more business in Vallejo, you know what I'm saying, right there at Mirror Island. That's where I'm from, Vallejo. But anyway, man, uh, you know, just uh, staying money motivated. That's what it's about and trying to be a positive influence on the, on the, on the youth, man. That's it. Well, we'll go to, we'll give a toast to your mom pouring this, this, this old Shinley here distilled in uh, 1935 and bottled. Oh, no, we just drunk. Let me see. We just drunk. We just, we just had the, uh, the Eagle rare. We had the Eagle rare. We had this. One. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you, okay. you, you like that one. That's good. It is some good whiskeys out there, man. This good one, is, this one is extinct. That was, is no longer that particular one is extinct as is, um, you know, this one here. Hold on. Let me see what we're drinking. Okay. So we're going to drink the Shinley right here, bottled and what's it, bottled and bond? Yeah, bottled and bond. Mm -hmm. And by the way, Stick this here. is this is the original cork, right there. So they don't. This is not available anymore. This is yeah. This is gone. This is extinct. I really liked it. Um, the Eagle Rare. Okay, let's pull up, man. Hold on. Let me clear this bottle out with some water. I mean, this glass out. Now, as, you, as, you, as you're doing that, uh, before we had technical difficulties, I asked you what's the what's the craziest thing that you've done with one of your platinum or double platinum albums, and you flipped it and said, "Let me tell you the craziest thing that I've seen happen to one," <laughs> and and then that's when we had the technical difficulties. 
What what was that story? Man, bro. <laughs> it can happen to anyone. It wasn't that I was having financial difficulties or anything. It's just communication is everything. Mm-hmm. So we had a um we had a storage that didn't inform us that we owed for because we like to pay per year. So they didn't even tell us, you know, it was just it just got lost in the sauce. Somebody got one of my, you know, they opened it up like for auction or whatever. Somebody got one of my platinum and a major way albums out there. You feel me? And a couple of very popular jackets that we had. You know what I'm saying? Um, wow. With the click. Yeah, man, this is probably uh, maybe 15 years ago, maybe longer than that, maybe 17 years ago, probably 17, 16 years, 16, 17 years ago. But it was just fucked up. It just wasn't cool. That was like some sucker shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just, I just don't like that. Like, you just really do that. Like, you know, that ain't cool. You know, it, it, especially when it's commun- it's all about communication. You know how to get in contact with motherfucker if you really want to. You so know. the guy that owned the um, uh, uh, the the storage unit uh, put it in one of those uh, auction those those storage mm-hmm. auctions. Yeah, yeah there's like got, a they got, they, and one of them records was my my uh my plat one of my platinum because I you know you ordered extras at the time you ordered just a bunch of them mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying um and somebody got it I don't know wow. where it's at but ain't no big deal you know what I'm saying you know that. You know, that's a small uh, bump in a long road, I figured, at that time. I'm like, man, I, that shit ain't going to bother me. I'm going to stress out over that shit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm good. And that's only the strong can survive. You heard that saying many times, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> Still, it's kind of messed up. You hate to hear that. but um... Yeah, but that's just the, how the world is. You know, a lot of storage places uh, make their money on, on that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yes, mm-hmm. I do. Yeah, I remember like I had uh, I I built a collection of whiskey for um for a library and one of the we had to have like a climate controlled uh storage unit and you know I had 100 150,000 dollars. Today it would have been valued like over a million dollars worth of whiskey in the storage unit. And every time yeah. I'd go there, like they would watch me and it was just kind of they were like try to get a, a peek inside i was like man these guys are straight trying to jack what our whiskey here you know it, it is they were they weren't the most uh i guess reputable business owners <laughs> yeah but um so it was so but they but you you stayed on top of it they didn't get the oxygen your shit off no no and i would we would uh i actually because i was nervous about that i we switched out the locks every week so yeah so we were locks you know send them little small the ones that got only a little bit of room Mm -hmm. you understand me but they could cut whatever they want to do but uh you got to watch all that shit but uh yeah man i'm so i I gotta ask you this Mm -hmm. let me switch let me switch it over okay uh-oh. You ready? I'm ready. Where's the Fred Minnick bourbon at? Uh, you know, I don't have one. I, um, wow. well, you know, I, I'm, uh, I'm an author. I'm a, I'm a critic. And, you know, I've, I've been approached before and I, you know, I haven't done it. But, you know, I, a couple of years ago, I would have said I'd never do one. But, you know, COVID. Um, <laughs> COVID changed everything for me. Like yeah. I, I mean, 
So I put on music, I help put on music festivals and I put on, and I, uh, and as a part of a magazine, I basically lost like, you know, 90, 95% of my income in a matter of like two days last year. And it was, um, all my live events gone. Like that was my entire business model was built around live events and, you know, paid speaking gigs and stuff. And it was just gone. And, and that's where like this, um, you know, I put a lot of energy into YouTube and my podcast and, and I, um, I definitely, I, I'm definitely open to it. And I, I just don't, I, it's gotta be the right fit and it's gotta be the right time. But, um, right now I just, it was just, it was just on my mind. Cause you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm like, and, and, you know, I, I feel like that's a question, you know, not too many guesses ask you. No one's ever asked me that on this side and this, in this world I've had distillers and uh, people in the bourbon business, which technically you are in the bourbon business. So, um, you know, but never, never a, um, never a musician. You had to ask just, you know, because, you know, that's what I do. You know, you know, we, we, absolutely. Cause I I mean, that that is fitting for you just, you know, and like you say, you, you know, who knows what the future holds, you know what I'm saying? Um, but it's not like it's fitting. So I'm looking forward to tasting some Fred Minnick, uh, <laughs> bourbon whiskey, yes, Tammy, you know, within the next couple of years. Hello. Well, I'll tell you, you know, I, if I'm ha- if it's half as good as the Kuiper belt that you put out, um, yeah. you know, which I haven't told you yet, but it's on my, it's on my short list for, uh, American whiskeys of the year so far. So every, every year I do a, uh, I do an annual, I do an annual awards taste off. I have my own spirits competition, uh, the American Spirits Council of Tasters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is our this is our first year, but I used to be I was a longtime judge at San Francisco World Spirits Competition, and I was uh, um, a critic for some magazines and stuff. And you know, I was always their their employee or their like um, their number two. Like I decided yeah. I wanted to I wanted to own one. Yeah, and so, that. so, so that's how that's that's where I'm at now. And, Ain't nothing uh, wrong with getting, uh, being the number two too. That's what I try to tell people. A lot of people, everybody want to be, uh, everybody want to be number one. They don't want to be number two like the pencil. But number two, will get you moved up. You exactly. Know what I'm like you did see 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 where you're at. You're doing your own yeah. thing. You're your own boss. You understand me? And that's what I try to tell people. Like you know, just play your position, and eventually you'll get moved up. You know. Yeah, you you got to play. You got to put in your time. It doesn't matter what it is. Um, yeah. you, you have to put in your time, and yeah. you know. And if you are, if you're a savant, you know, you you'll rise. But there's not a there's not really you know in the whiskey game. If it's all about longevity, and so many people get burnt out very quickly. I mean, I've been doing this for 15 years, yeah. and I've seen, I can think of a dozen people. Um, that were in the coming up around the same time as me, that are nowhere to be found in the industry anymore. So, That's yeah, I'll be going, man. You know, you know, I can I can see the passion and the dedication into what you're doing. You know what I'm saying, and, and what you're doing, and uh, you know, I salute you, brother. And this, uh, and I want to tell you this, you know, I, and uh, you know, when you when a lot of times when you drink when you're drinking, you're thinking. So right. I want to let you know that I'm 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 drunk right now, but I'm telling <laughs> some real shit. Hello, 
I love it. And, and hey, we we said you know we're, we poured the Shinley here from uh, from 1943, and I wanted to give a toast to your mama. You know, you get you shared you know how awesome she was raising you and yeah, and your and your brothers and and like um, you know the that time and working all those jobs and everything. And I and I think you know I I think worthy of a toast, indeed. Definitely worthy of a toast. What what was your what's your mom's name? We 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 uh, we we call we we call her uh we we, we call her what's up we just we just call her moms man we just call her moms right. you know to moms I love to moms. it cheers. cheers so that is um that's nearly a hundred years old. You know, when it was, so it was distilled in 35. So it's, it's 80, it was distilled 86 years ago, 80, something like that. Shit, then double my age. And um, it aged in the barrel for six years. It's going to be, everything in this would be different. If you think about it, like the, the person who distilled this uh, in Indiana, I think he was, you know, he was a 70, 70 year old distiller so he was born in the 1800s and yeah you know they're using corn that's different than today and water it's different and barrels aged out aged out of first first growth wood so this is a this is a taste this is a taste of history that cannot be duplicated uh no matter how hard you know they try wow that's crazy many years ago Hey man, I gotta say, was it the damn? Which one did I say was neck and neck with the with the copper belt? Like not neck and neck, but just the, the first copper. one, uh, the Russell's Reserve. I think it's the Russell's Reserve. That's, yeah. that's definitely what it is. I, I'm gonna go for another shot of that, and let's do it. Copper. Yeah, let's go for another Russell's Reserve. That and the copper belt, they're not playing no games. Period. No. No games at all. Clear my palate. What do you uh what do you think of uh the genre right now compared to when you compared to the nineties when when you had um you know yourself and uh Snoop and Biggie and Tupac just just kind of like taking the world by scene, you know. Do you do you? It's very different now. But what could you compare like the two of like what it's like today versus yesterday? Well, now, oh man, let's see how I would do this. I mean, that's unfair of me. I'm over here smelling and sipping the whiskey while I give you a hard question. I'm a jerk. <laughs> I'm gonna do the same thing. It's okay. I'm gonna get on this this uh this this uh Russell's. Then I'm gonna then I'm gonna, then I'm gonna get on this Copper Belt bourbon. Both of these motherfuckers go crazy. <sighs> yep. So basically, the um the '90s versus now. It's quite interesting. Um would 
today's rap, the way of rap be the shit in the 90s? I don't, I don't think so. Would the 90s rap be the shit in, you know, 2021? I don't think so. But only certain distinctive people that did different shit and was always brought something different to the table or even traditionally uh, stayed within the envelope that just iconic with it. You know what I'm saying? Those people, they last. You know, not trying to shine a light on me, shine a spotlight on me. Mm-hmm. But I'm very humble. But there's no era that I can't fit in because no one's done or no one has the style that I have because I'm everywhere like air and I'm all over the place like space and I'm unorthodox and you just never know how I'm finna rap and you just can't duplicate my style. You just can't. I don't care how you sound, whatever you're doing, it just don't matter. So I will fit in 60 years from now if I was ever to be on this earth. You know what I'm saying? You know, unfortunately, people are not living that long like the Bible. Back in the days, you could be 700 years old. You feel me? Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> but if I was able to be that age, as long as I got my life, health, and my strength, and I'm in, the, my, and I'm in my right mind, mentally, I'm going to be able to, you know what I'm saying, just gas the microphone. But I stay very humble and... I feel like today's times um, is evolving. Hip hop mm-hmm. has evolved. They these these youngsters got their own style. They got their own thing, and ain't no need to knock them just because you were born in a certain age and you stuck in a certain era and you stuck in a certain age group or a certain era or or times or a certain a certain um, style. Switch it up, but still be you. It's a way to do that. I know how to rap like the youngsters in there. I can do all that shit. If you're a real artist, you're going to be able to mix it up and still be you. You feel me? But at the same time, you know what I'm saying? You, I don't like when when, when when the older heads get to, you know, just 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 dissing these youngsters because they, you know, this, they, they grew up in a certain, in a different era. And another thing is, I don't agree with a lot of shit that go on with the young generation, but some of them don't know. They want to sit down with somebody like myself and a lot of the OGs. Don't just, don't, don't, don't down them. Give them some game. Wake their game up. Some of them will listen to certain motherfuckers. If you're reputable, you're solid, you know what I'm saying? And you're, and, and you know what I'm saying? And, and they rock with you. They're going to sit down and listen to you. Then again, you got some that's just like, I ain't listening to shit. Fuck OGs, fuck everybody, and that's 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 gonna be on them. That's that's out. That's you. And when that's when it's like that, you can't really. You gotta let God, you know, do what He do. That's that, right. that's out of hands. But if you can participate and trying to help or whatever, you know, some stuff you gotta you you, you can you can stick your nose in and try to help. And some stuff you got to back up, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, I, I don't know what I can do, man. You know, so it's it's a, it's a, it's a catch, it's a catch twenty three, not a catch twenty two. Yeah, 
Well, it's, it, you know, it's, it's fascinating to hear you say that because, you know, in, um, in, in my experience, it's the artists, you know, today feel very, very sensitive, um, uh, at, at times. And it's, it's almost like I, there might be more pressure on, on younger artists coming up, you know, they get signed earlier, they get a lot of people telling them what to do and they just get a lot of mixed feedback sometimes. And, and, and then they just kind of come out of their own sometimes just turning it off entirely. But, um, you know, there, if there was, if there was a way that everyone coming up could sit down on the room with you and rap with you and like, you would give them, you could, you could be like the, you know, the hip hop Pope, you know, and, and bless everybody coming through. I would be good for the genre. Hey, you know, when that time comes, if if anybody wants that, that time comes. But if anybody want to, if I can do it and I find time to do it and they want me to give them a little bit of game that, um, you know what I'm saying? If, if I run into you or, you know, oh, gee, whoop-de-whoop-de-whoop-whoop-whoop-whoop. Man, I'm just say what I can say, even though my words carry a lot of weight. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. You know, you get, at the end of the day, it's your decision, whatever route you choose and whatever decisions you make in life, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, it's, it's up to you, you know what I'm saying? Not me, because you got to answer to one person, and that's G-O-D, period, you know? So pray on, I tell people to pray on any situations that you go into, like, like mm-hmm. say for instance, you know, um, you, um, you, you know, you, you just gotta, you gotta go into a meeting or you're finna um, leave the house and there's finna be a large crowd that you're going to be around. You got to do an outdoor event, you know, just pray, ask the Lord uh, to put the blood of Jesus around you and, uh, and just try to stay prayed up. And, um, cause I'm telling you, I'm gonna be honest with you. It's situations I didn't been through. And I wonder what, 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 you know, cause I've been in this, you know, in the rap game, like with music actually on the shelves in stores, whether it was warehouse, rainbow, Tire Records, wherever it was at, T.Y. Uzi, Jones and Harris, Little Record, Mart, George's Music, whatever it is, right? I've been in situations where back in them days, man, you know what I'm saying? We, you know, um, we prayed, we stayed prayed up, but there's been situations where I, I didn't pray and all violence break out. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's like, that shows me right there. I'm like, what did we go wrong? And why would why is why did this jump off? We didn't pray that day before we walked into before we walked into the event, or, be, or before we was going to go on stage. Or we just didn't pray. We like a lot of times we pray in the car together. You know what I'm saying? Like you can pray over the phone. I mean, it really works, bro. Prayer is everything. You pinch yourself. Didn't know human make us, bro. Didn't know human put eyelashes and eyebrows to stop the sweat. Didn't know human, you understand me, make water for us. You know, humans didn't make water. Come on, man. Water is everything. You feel me? Like, come on, man. So I'm a strong believer, and I'm not a saint. I'm not trying to act like I'm just this perfect guy. I I, I, um, ask God for forgiveness every day. You know what I'm saying? Every, Every hour. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You got to steady repent in life. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, you know, 
anyway, man, I go, I go on and on forever. And, but I, and, I, I think that's great. You know, I mean, you're speaking your passion and, you know, that's all, that's all I, it, that's all whiskey does is it brings out people's, <laughs> it brings out people's passions. And it's I think I, <laughs> it really is. It really is. And, you know, it just, um, it, it, it's a great, it's a great conduit of, of a great conversation. And I've always believed that, you know, we're, we're in constant tumultuous times. And I've always believed that if two people who disagree could just sit down over a bourbon, their whole, their whole um, disregard for one another would completely change. They may still disagree, but their approaches would be very differently, you know? And so that's why my friend, I'm as I grab uh, the Kuiper belt, that's why I'm like this right here, man, this right here, it can change. It can change the course of history. If people just sit down and have a drink together, you know, let's change the course of history family. <laughs> Cheers, man. Cheers, buddy. You know what? I'm I'm a little low too. Pull up. You got a bottle? Show show the bottle. Where the bottle at? If you really got it, if you really yeah. got the bottle, I want to see if you really Hello, <laughs> you got that Kuiper belt. <laughs> I just sipped this with uh Bailey Bryan, who has a new uh um uh, she is a a pop, you know, rising pop star. And she uh she picked this as her favorite in the in the interview. You know, hey. so I you know what? And um, and I like the way she carries herself and how she speaks out about, you know, just life in general. She's not scared to tell how she feel about life and what she's been through about life, what she represents. Yeah. And I've seen that segment, bro, and that was a great segment. And it was oh, genuine. Thanks. It was natural like an afro. You know, it wasn't <laughs> yeah. staged. We didn't do no, you know... My man Fred, he don't do no, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you don't do no like stage shit. This shit is real. You dig? Yeah. And I true. and I salute you for that, bro. And um, you know, uh shout out to shout out to that young lady. She doing her thing. I actually followed her on Instagram um after I seen that segment and she gave the copper belt for the win thumbs up. Yeah. I was with it and I appreciate it so much. She meant it from the heart. And I know she did, and it's awesome. I wanna, I wanna do this toast if you don't, if if you don't mind. Let's I got a toast. I got a toast that I do traditionally, that I do, and I got it from my younger brother. His name Young Muggsy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're gonna go like this. I ain't above you. Repeat after me. I ain't above you. I ain't above you. I ain't below you. I am below you. But I'm right beside you. I'm, but I'm right beside you. Cheers, player. Cheers, player. <laughs> Love it. You did good. You did Carver good on this whiskey. <laughs> you did good on this whiskey. Thank you, bro. I, th- I think on the I sent the murderer's row of rare. Um, and uh historic whiskeys um you know to taste but uh kuiper belt held up man it it held its own against them it definitely did and that's that's a that's a true judge of a whiskey to me is like if i can if i can taste it after i've had something like the eagle rare from from the 60s and 70s and and it's still kind of um in that league 
that's that's a good sign. But it's, it's, on, it's different, but it's still in the league. And uh, I salute you for coming into business. Now, I'm going to circle you back to you of like who are the who are the young rising stars in hip hop that you really like right now, or just you could pick a couple. Okay, I'll just pick a couple. Um, I would say, um, a man blast, blast out of L.A. I would say, um, uh, Zay Bang. I would say, uh, um, and this this guy, ain't, I'm, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna keep it one thousand. He part of my affiliation. But he reinvented himself. He go by the name of Hitter Slim. You know okay. what I'm saying? Him and him and cousin Fick doing their thing together. They like, you know what I'm saying? I always like a good reinvention, you know, because I've done it several times. You dig? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, um, uh, who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? It's so it's so many, so many doing their thing, man. So in, in in my neck of the woods, we we had we've had a uh, a young man kind of rise to ranks, and uh, Jack Harlow uh, out of Louisville has really kind of turned it on, you know, lately and uh, oh, in the past year. Ones. That's one of the ones as well. Jack Harlow, shout out to Jack Harlow. I tapped in with him, uh, cut into him a few a few a couple of times. We're going we're gonna to get some great music together one day. You know what I'm saying? I salute that young man. He's definitely dope as hell. You know who? An- another guy, he ain't new, but I just, I, I like him. I really, truly like him. And he, and, and, uh, and, and the trenches fuck with him. Real tough. Money bag, yo. He oh, yeah. Dope as fuck, bro. It's, and, you know, and I met him a couple of times. He's a solid dude. He's just a solid Raw ass dude, you know what I'm saying? He spit real shit the way he carry. I like, see, I don't, I don't just look at your, just your talent. I look at how you carry yourself as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I look, I, I look at, you know, are you trolling or what are you doing? Like, this dude don't do none of that, man. He just be about his money and his business, man. And he just, you know, he, he, he preach for the streets, you know what I'm saying? So I like that kind of shit, bro. And there's many more I can speak up on as well. It's just um, I, it's just not registering right now because you understand me. I'm on a Copper Bell Bourbon. You understand <laughs> me? Cause it got me perking. Hello. I've uh, I've been getting some uh, bourbon in your belly, and and you know it's really uh, it's really a pleasure to to have you on. And I know you gotta you gotta go to the studio and uh, and rap and and I I am excited to hear what comes out of that. So whatever whatever happens, if, whether hey, you do it. Is he upstairs? Tell him to get ready to record me. I'm on Carpenter Bourbon. I'm finna get in the studio and get the perk and hello. <laughs> I love it. I, I I gotta I gotta hear it. Like I have to hear like what it comes out of it. I'm it's I'm gonna just it'll be great. I, I, Fred, I really honestly think it's gonna be the dopest shit ever. I ain't never got in a local booth and got on and was and and drunk bourbon. I never That's just great. bourbon. Period. Like I just never. Don't let me, oh man, and I'm on like a light switch right now too. I know I got some gas for the ass. I feel uh I, I feel a number one hit coming on. Um you're just gonna go in there and just gonna crush it and come on and, and bourbon. Bourbon is the like we said, it's a true serum. So bourbon is the true serum, buddy. <laughs> Salute, play a player. 
One more for the win. One more for the win. One more Kyber Bell shot for the win. We got to get it. We got to get it in, baby. I'll get it in just for you. We can't play with the game, man. You know, we ain't, you ain't driving nowhere, is you? No, I walk. I mean, I, my my office is is right here. So. Okay, there you go. My office is right by my house. So here we go. All right, here we go. It's natural like an afro, baby. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, look, man. Prosperity. Um, Mo Gouda. Oh, I like me some Gouda. And success extremely super success yes sir into uh crushing it in the studio tonight blessings brother <laughs> well thanks so much for coming on earl it's Thank been a you. it's been a real pleasure i look forward to doing this in person next time yes sir. i look forward to uh tasting some whiskey with you out of the barrel even maybe in kentucky but consider consider uh, consider this you know not the first time uh, that we get together and and have a little something something. So looking forward to many more segments, baby boy, and I appreciate you. Looking forward to tasting some Fred Minnick bourbon whiskey, baby. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. It's going well, to happen. Well, th- thank you so much for for coming on. It's a real honor, and uh, I do have a saying. And, you know, you may have it in your portfolio, but uh, it's very important to remember that vodka sucks. <laughs> Damn, for real, huh? <laughs> I got a vodka coming out. Uh, well, you know, there's a, sucks, <laughs> there's, a whole, there's a whole history behind uh, about, you know, between vodka and bourbon. You know, Damn, when vodka, I'll, when, let you, I'll let you say it. <laughs> well, you know, you, you, in that book I sent you, there's a whole little chapter of uh, of why vodka sucks. So you talking about this book right here? Yeah, Bourbon Curious. This is put together well, man. I'm I can't wait to read this. Do you have an audio for this? I do. Yeah, you can get a uh, Audible. Yeah, you can find it on Audible. I thought I'm reading shit. I'm going to the. I'm going to the. I'm. I'm. I need audio. That way I can comprehend. I've always love to hear it better than somebody instead of me reading it i can read it all the way through very beautiful and clear and everything but the comprehension of me when i hear the audio it just locks especially in. with those professional voices They're like an america's spirit it's just drenching from the limestone filtered water laurel e40 great hanging out with you tonight my friend have fun in the yeah, studio. God bless you, baby. Cheers. So what what are the things that, you know, really kind of struck me um uh, about your your bourbon is it's called Kuiper Belt. Are you are you like an a uh, an amateur astronomer or where where did that name come from? No, nah, so one day I was just thinking like, you know, a lot of my brands, you know, I got Earl Stevens, which is my real government name. Um I'm like, you know, I feel like I'm a walking billboard. I feel like, and I'm, I believe in the, um, I believe in the, uh, how would I say this? The, uh, the, 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 the whisper, the whisper system where it's like, you know, Kuiper Bell bourbon is E40, you know, which is the rapper Earl Stevens, which is his real government name. 
you know, you know, he has wines and stuff. All his Earl Stevens stuff is under his wines, you know. I'm like, you know, so I was like, let me come with Kuiper Belt. I didn't want him to think that it's, you know, because, you know, that don't, Kuiper Belt is just something super different. So I got Kuiper Belt bourbon. I got Kuiper Belt gin coming. I wanted to come with something, and everyone wants to know, some people don't know, and some people want to know, what the hell is Kuiper Belt? Why would you want to call it Kuiper Belt? So I decided to do my due diligence, do my research, and figure out something that has something to do with the atmosphere, being high, being way up there. So it's a solar system. It's the copper belt is um, surrounded by dwarf planets, and it's in the solar system. And, yep. you know, and <laughs> I was like, come on, man, let's nail it. That's it. I called my trademark lawyer. I say, put lock this in like a safe, man. Let's go. And there it is. Well, I think it, it's creative. I, I can't think of another brand that's named after any type of solar system or anything in space. So um, in addition to what I believe is the first wrapper uh, you know, owned uh, bourbon, you have the first astronomy centric bourbon. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hello, buddy. I meant what I said. That, uh, that Kuiper Belt's really special. And I'd say, man, Earl Stevens or E40, just a special cat. I really enjoyed that. And I feel like we're BFFs now. We've been texting a lot since that interview. And uh, I really admire him as a man and what he's been able to accomplish. And I'm looking forward to what he does more in bourbon and all the spirits, really. And he's got, a, he's got a cognac out there. He's got wine. He's got RTDs. I mean, he's got a, before you know it, he's going to have a percent or two of the entire spirits industry. That's the way he's growing. But that's going to do it for us this week. Make sure you're checking out all of uh, Earl Stevens' stuff and buying his products wherever you see them. Uh, make sure you give us a follow on all the social medias. The Fred Minnick Show now has its own Instagram page. Go check that out. Just look for The Fred Minnick Show. Also, follow me at Fred Minnick. It's just my name, M-I-N-N-I-C-K. And give us a review however you listen to your podcast. It helps with the algorithm overlords. But that's going to do it this week, folks. Be out. Be safe out there. Remember, no looking handrails, no looking trash cans, and vodka sucks unless it's being used for hand sanitizer. Cheers, everybody. You've been listening to The Fred Minnick Show, brought to you by Michter's American Whiskies and by 291 Colorado Whiskey. For more information on Fred's books, articles, and more, just go to fredminnick.com.